Yeah, draft day, Johnny Manziel. Five years later, how am I the man still? Draft day, A. Wiggins. Fuck that other side, bitch, we stay winning. Oh, man, you know I had to do it for you. You know I had to do it for you. Yeah, suits and ties yelling out, pay the guys, man, I had to do it for you. You know I had to do it. Hello, and welcome to the Gritty Sports Podcast. We're here to tell you about a brand new cream to help get away of your itchy crotch. Wait, wait, that's different promo. What was our promo for this show? Spaying and neutering your pets. Yeah, okay. That was for, uh, no, don't worry about the other one. <laughs> that was for some, I think I was just reading out loud from my email from my doctor. Um, so, spoiler alert. Well, that sounds um, like you should get that. Uh-oh. Oh, I definitely should. Breaking news. I'm going to wait too long, though, because I'm a stubborn American man. Breaking news. What? Former Florida wide receiver Antonio Callaway tested positive for marijuana. Whoa. Dun, dun, dun. What a terrible human being. He's going to jail and hell. <laughs> He's not going to jail, he going to prison. He should be put in a maximum security prison for ever putting that in his lungs. Agreed. That is probably the worst drug you can do. Health-wise and just street-wise. It's like heroin, but worse. It's. I think heroin could be better in some states. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's healthier. Like if you I like do not condemn And you that. get more. <laughs> I don't. I don't think anyone gets anything. Hey, look, it is I Am Legend. I told you. <laughs> John really likes I Am Legend, apparently. Shout out to Will Smith. He's been so demanding we put it, it on. We're watching it during the podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Will Smith. I don't think I've seen this movie but once when I was like a child and never again since then. I but... saw it once and then. I won't watch it again because the dog dies. Oh, that's and funny. we turned it on right before you got here and the dog was dying. We were like, no, turn this shit no on. Way. That's terrible. Either way, Will Smith, very 5 out of 10 actor. Um, <laughs> okay, no, Will Smith is a great actor. He just does not make good movies anymore. Nah. It's been a, yeah, it's been a quite a while. I'll, no, but he's, he is still a good actor. He just does not star in good movies anymore. Or ever. <laughs> He used to. There's been, I would say, there's a handful of good movies. Um, the one where Hitch. Hitch is good. Top Hitch five. Is... Can we go real quick? Top five. Will Smith movies. I don't have five Will Smith movies Top five that I love. Will Smith movies. But probably Hitch. Hitch. Wild Wild West and Men, Men in Black. Black I wrote Pursuit of Happiness. Never saw Pursuit of Happiness. What? No. What is the one where he's like crazy I prefer Diesel Man? Uh, Ali. No, oh, that's well, a good that's movie a good too. One. Where he stops the train with his like arm. Oh, oh where he's the yeah. drunk superhero. Yeah, that was tight. I like that. That movie was not very good. <laughs> <laughs> it even had like Charlize liked... Theron. So yeah, like, it had the hot appeal, and it still sucked. <laughs> I just like the drunk. Superhero it had Jason idea. Bateman in that movie too. He was the yep. dad, and that that's movie right. was still bad. Oh, I anyway, I like drunk superhero. That seems like a good idea to me. Whatever. Deadpool, he does it way better. Yeah, he does. He wasn't really a drunk then, that was. He? I mean, no, uh, but you said. I just think everybody was just. Have like, you seen the new Deadpool trailer? Oh, Deadpool! I was thinking, yeah, no, I cannot wait for the new Deadpool. Deadpool looks awesome. The the trailer that we saw the other yeah. day while we were watching Super Troopers, which was a pretty good sequel. Mm-hmm. I had very low expectations just because it had been seventeen years, and it got really bad reviews like going into it. But I thought it was pretty funny. I, I mean, thought it was funny. It was really crude humor. Like our demographic, it's definitely made for yeah. us, like white American men, basically. But 
Like, I thought it was really funny. Yeah, I enjoyed I'm it. Gonna, they had a lot of A1 puns. Mm-hmm. I'll probably check it out when it comes out. I'm not too pressed to see it in the theater. Yeah, I mean, I only went and saw it in theaters. Because Tyler. Because of Tyler. Yeah. Tyler's an asshole. I hope he listens to just this one podcast. I hope you hear that you're an asshole. I hope Tyler's okay, because he took off Monday uh, from work, so he had, like, a birthday bender from Friday through Monday, so today was probably Sheesh. a rough reality check. Good. I hope you had the worst day of your fucking life. <laughs> but he did introduce me to Bud Light Orange. Oh, that was our sponsor for today. Bud Light Orange. I read the read all wrong. Who put my medical report on top <laughs> you of my did. show notes? You did. I'm convinced it was John. He's trying to get back at me from pre-show when we were talking about Will Smith being average. So John just leaked my HIPAA rights. <laughs> He's got AIDS. <laughs> That's another accusation that people don't need to know. Oh man, I'm being drugged through the mud. So without further ado, we're getting to the NFL draft, as you heard from Mr. Aubrey Graham in the pre-show open draft day, Johnny Manziel. Unfortunately, still no Johnny Manziel. Um, he's still not back. But Drake is definitely still back, so always prevalent to play some Drake. So we're talking about the NFL Draft. We have our top five mock. Uh, we actually have online, too, prettygoodsports.com. Uh, we have my mock draft. Is yours up, Ryan? Mine's not up yet. Mine will right, be so, up tomorrow. So Ryan's, Ryan's teasing, and so is John. But you can see our entire first-round mock draft. Mine doesn't have any analysis because I was only doing it for money. Mine will have a little bit. My only analysis are my, my trades. Ooh, I will a little, little bit of one-upping, I will trying talk to about, steal someone's I will talk about here. everybody's girth, <laughs> their hand size. I mean, you know what they say about speed. big hands. Yeah, you can hold the football and not drop it. Yeah, you can pump fake. It's important. Um, we also have our team's wish list, so if you're a fan of the Steelers or the Redskins, you'll like that segment. Then we have Fantasy Tinder. Are we swiping left or are we swiping right on some of these top offensive prospects? Uh, kind of give it a fantasy spin as well, only doing positional players. Are we doing so. some defense too or we're not? I only swipe right. Well, that's lame. Ooh, a lot of the swiping s- right. No, we're only doing offense um, just to keep the show at a decent length. So we'll have that. Uh, we also have some... John, if you have something to say, just say it to the people. <laughs> I don't have time to make out your inaudible mouthies. We can make out. That's cool. I'm down. Uh, so and we also have playoff reactions on a scale of you who to meh. And uh, <laughs> we'll figure it out um, with the NHL and the NBA. Um, some first uh, round storylines. And then we'll have a second round preview for the NHL as well as the gritty finish. Uh, we'll save our washed or washed segment for next week. When we'll break down if athletes are just washed or if they're washed. washed. And John and I talked a little bit before the show on doing that, so uh, we'll do that next week. Do you for think you all can say you. that because you're from the south? I can definitely say washed. No, it's washed. Washed. No, it's washed. 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 Like Worcestershire sauce. No, yeah. Washed. What about washed? That's not no, a thing. It, it is spelled, I feel like it's some people spelled say like washed. that, but it's, no. it's pronounced washed. That's how a northern person thinks washed. people say it. They say washed. Well, you, would, you should just say washed. Oh. It's pronounced washed. George Washington? No, it's not. It has nothing to do with it. It's just washed. It's pronounced washed. You washed. don't include Washington into that? No. Get your Washington. head out of your ass, Josh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Are we doing mock drafts? Yep. Okay, so for the top five mock draft. Um, we can pretty much all go through what we think. 
Um, I did this is how I think it will go down, not how I think it should go down. Uh, but I actually think that when it's all said and done, I don't believe personally that the Browns know who they're taking quite yet. And that's why they haven't put anything out. Like, most people are just like, oh, they're keeping it hot shots. And I'm just like, no. They, they really just don't know, know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. They don't know who they're going to pick. They're so worried to fail that they haven't committed to a player yet. But I have them taking Sam Darnold, quarterback, USC. I'm going to do tomorrow, whenever you guys want to read my mock draft on the website, will be what I think is actually going to happen. I'm going to say what I want to happen today, though, so I can uh, back it up right here. I want the Browns to take Saquon Barkley number one. I mean, that because because be it would be very smart. I think he's the best player in the draft, and they pick at number four. Uh, if the Giants pick a quarterback at number two, which I doubt they would do, if they if you pick Saquon, I oh, think the Giants pick up. Chubb. Yeah, oh, yeah, if they don't have and Barkley, the, they're gonna take a quarterback. And then if you think the Giants would take a quarterback, yeah. I, don't, I don't really know. I they think have, they would take not Chubb. Start Geno for the rest of their life. No. Because they but, need one. I don't even think Genus was still there. Well, there's my... Uh, <laughs> that, that organization is a dumpster fire. But I think they will take Chubb if they don't get Saquon, but they'll get Saquon because I don't think the Browns are going to take a quarterback, number Browns one. Because they're not smart. And then the Jets are going to take... Oh, we're just... Oh, we're going to do one by one. Yeah. I mean, you can go all the way through if you want. Okay. I, just, I just said number one. Yeah. It's up to you. Um, because I was just going to say, because like, with the Browns going one and four, I was just going to say, like, I want them to pick Saquon next because... Even if the next two teams pick quarterbacks, there's still like a lot of people are think the uh, like Mayfield and yeah. Rosen and like Josh Allen are about before. the same like talent level, yeah, I mean, and they would all still be there. There's a reason that Josh Allen's being talked about in the top five. Obviously, yeah. the talent gap is not that far. So I'm saying so. they think five quarterbacks would go before fifteen. So like, they'll still be like they, if they pick they Saquon shot. and get the they could get the best player and a quarterback if yeah. they take Saquon number one. But if they don't take him number one, he's not going to be there number four. No. So my first, I think the Browns are going to go uh, Sam Darnold as well. I think they should take Barkley. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if they took Allen. Mm-hmm. I think, like he said, I don't think they know what they're doing, and I do think that the Giants will. Go ahead and take Barkley and make my life as a Redskin fan that yeah. much more annoying. He's yeah. going to be so annoying to watch. Yeah. I have the Giants taking Barkley as well. I think that Eli, uh, he looked really bad last year, one, because Odell was gone, and two, just because the entire team gave up. A lot of people forget about that. that, team, yeah, that team was the just team a- just completely gave up. The head yeah. coaching situation was just awful. So I think Eli is going to have a little bit of a bounce back year for Eli's sake anyway. So I think the offense will be a little bit better. They bring in Pat Shermer. Good offensive mind. Uh, but, you know, with all that said, I think Barkley goes number two uh, just because it's a good fit. He's going to be very, very good in the backfield. And I don't care about Meek Mill. Um, Saquon Barkley is the kind of guy who you plug in and he's going to be an instant star, just like Ezekiel Elliott was in Dallas, uh, which is really going to suck for you guys because now you're going to have two A1 running backs in your division. That are young. But the Giants' yeah, the but, Giants offensive line sucks. So that gives us a little bit of hope. True, but, I mean, there are some teams out there that just have awful offensive lines and you know running backs that just make it work. I mean, I can't think of any off the top of my head right now. I can't because, think of any since, like, Barry Sanders that really had no offensive line that just dominated. I well, think that he'll be good. Christian but McCaffrey did okay by himself no. without a very good O-line. He didn't do... No. He wasn't a lot of rushing. the same thing with Devontae Freeman. In okay. Devontae Freeman, yes. The Jaguars O-line's not very good either. 
They're pretty middle of the pack. But they're better than the Giants. Well, yeah. The Giants are probably the, the, Giants, one of the worst. The Giants the may also sign a couple. They may also draft some young talent. So we'll see what happens. But I think Barkley can get by. Oh, I definitely think Barkley's going to be good. I just don't know how good being a first-year running back and yeah. having a shitty offensive line. I think he's a stud, though. He's definitely stud. something to look out for. Um, who do you have going at two, then, Ryan, for the Giants? Um, so, yeah, if, Sa- if Saquon goes number one, uh, I think the Giants would go with Bradley Chubb. They obviously have a lot of holes uh, all over their team, but uh, I think the pass rush would need to get um, addressed, and I think that Bradley Chubb could potentially be the best player in the draft with Saquon Barkley. Like yeah. I think he's def- obviously the best defensive player, and he would be an instant impact on any team that he goes to, and I think the Giants value pass rushers, um, and they just lost. Uh, and they lost Jason JPB. JPB. Yeah, so I could see him going to the Giants. Who was the guy the Browns got last year? The pass rusher, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Me well, that's what I was gonna. Yeah. There's always a top five defensive end. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, we've seen over time that Jadavian <clears throat> Clowney, you know, given some time, he's actually been a very effective pass Excuse rusher. Talk, yeah. But you know, instant analysis, kind of like how Jadavian Clowney was injured a lot, and you know, people labeled him an early bust. That's kind of how Miles Garrett's trending right now because he didn't play a lot for the Browns last mm-hmm. year. But you know, give him some time, he'll probably get his feet from under him. Uh, but with Bradley Chubb playing in New York, I think he's going to play a lot of meaningful snaps because the NFC East, more so than any other division, has the most turnover that I've probably ever seen. You know, the NFC West last year, kind of the same, and you'll see it again this year, but. But the NFC East, you don't know who is going to win that division. You know, the Giants had an awful year, um, and they may be back to win it this year. The Cowboys went 4-12. and Giants are not winning the division this year. I think they're the only team that I can say is definitely not going to. I I mean, the Cowboys are a good team. The Redskins will win at least eight games with Alex Smith. And then, I'm forgetting, oh, the Eagles. Speaking of you saying it, I didn't say it. You said the Redskins, you think, will win eight games. Did you guys see the like lines that were coming out with I the win totals after the schedules yet. came out? Redskins were at I believe five and a half. Oh boy, I'm hitting over all day. That's what I'm saying. Hammer the over on their schedule isn't even that tough. I know that's what I'm saying. Like I would destroy the over on four and a half or five and a half. That's really Redskins. disrespectful to Alex. Yeah. we'll have to look at those lines then for a future podcast. But yeah, yeah. five and a half, I'm all over it. Yeah, I was. I shocked. think they'll win eight games minimum, I, maybe I, nine. I saw this. I saw the. Uh, Although I haven't looked at. This I game. saw their schedule. I thought I think they could win ten mm-hmm. if they play well. Their defense plays solid, mm-hmm. stout. Turnovers are at a minimum, which killed us last year. Which I, I think Alex see, Smith helps yeah. the turnovers for sure. I, I think we could win 10 games. And, and that also depends on what we get in the draft and what holes we plug. But well, and Getting back to a team that's been trying to plug holes the last couple of years at number three, uh, the New York Jets pretty much just bringing in a quarterback to bridge over. It seems like now they're finally prepared to take that new quarterback and go through the necessary steps to rebuild. Mm. Uh, they didn't trade up to three to get Bradley Chubb or no. you know, so one of the other them. defensive players. They came up to get a quarterback. Which quarterback do they like? I have them taking Baker Mayfield. I, I feel like the personality fits the market really well. They've already had mutual interest. I honestly, to God, believe that Baker Mayfield has the best shot of being a star out of this draft class at quarterback. Hmm. I, you know, my word doesn't mean much when it comes to quarterbacks, but it doesn't mean much to anyone in the NFL, really. Uh, you know, I thought Cam Newton would be shit. He turned out <laughs> to be pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, you thought he was going to suck? Yeah, I thought he was going to suck ass. You also thought the Caps were going to win this series, but yeah. I was going to wait till the hockey to call you out on that one, but eh, yeah, whatever. 
Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, after the first two games, it looked like a good Cam, Cam was tough. But yeah, Cam Cam turned out to be good, but you know, year after year, you never really know who's going to be good and who's not going to be for a science and, you know, scouts yeah, that get paid that much money. Yeah. But I, I just feel like Baker Mayfield at three is a good spot for the Jets. They moved up, and if they take him at three, they have confidence. He's starting week one. Yeah, and he's also a confidence guy. Like He, he comes yeah. out, swagger, he's going to grab his nuts. Nice. He's just going to come out and flaunt that he's that guy. And I think I think the Jets need a spark behind there. When's the last time they had a quarterback that was really, you know, just confident? Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> oh I mean, they went from Mark Sanchez, and then they had Ryan Fitzpatrick, and then they had Josh McCann. So, they have not. Nope. Yeah. That's where I was They've had there. a very yeah. safe, very level-headed since, quarterback. Since Joe Namath, or, <laughs> yeah, Joe Namath, where he's sitting there in his, in, his, uh, in his fur. Broadway Baker. Cigars. I mean, yeah. even the alliteration is there. Yeah. This Damn, is, we're Broadway in the, Baker. We're in the, I'm all in We're in that. the business of making headlines. Can we we're trademark? We should trademark Broadway Baker Oh, I'm sure it's already yeah, trademarked. It's, already it's gotta be. If but if he, not, if he goes it. to the Jets, I'm getting a personalized jersey shirt that says Broadway Baker. Man. Well, kind of like it's the fun. sweatshirts that said Money Manziel. Yeah. It's gonna be the same stuff. Yeah, but yep. Johnny Manziel's a dickwad. Yeah, but see, like, I really like Johnny Manziel in college. I really like Baker Mayfield, and I think there's a lot of parallels between the two. But see, Johnny made a lot of plays with his feet. Baker can sling that thing. Well, yeah, and he also played in more of a pro-style offense yeah. at Oklahoma. I like them both, and I still like them both. Johnny Manziel just acted like an ass for a little while. I would love to see the Jets take Baker Mayfield, but I think the Jets... Oh, little Dickie's right behind the announcers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he looks like a oh, little Dickie. Wait, or is that Chris Brown? I don't know which no, one No, that's a little Dickie. God, yeah. that was good. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Nice. You didn't get the, the freaky joke, Josh. Friday oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, the... Jets, I think, will make a super Jets move and pick Josh Allen and then not be able to develop him at all. Mm-hmm. That's Because they're be a, a shit franchise. <laughs> yeah. Because they're a terrible franchise and they're just going to run him into the ground. Yeah. Which seems like a Jets move. Yeah, that seems like the most Jets thing to do, so I think they'll take Josh Allen. At, at four, I have the Browns taking Chubb, if not. But I feel like they might trade that pick. Chubb and Garrett? No, that's what I'm saying. If that they would don't, be if terrifying. They, yeah, if they don't get enough, if they don't get any, like... Really good. If he falls, trade. yeah, I, I think that he because if yeah, because if, Sa- if Saquon is taken by the Giants, yeah, I could see him still there. Yeah, well, yeah, I, at number four, I yeah. have Bradley Chubb. Yeah, that's who I have. And that would be really I think scary. They, I haven't really thought about those two together. I mean, I they're not going to take another quarterback. I didn't even give a time of day to all the news articles no. saying that they were going to take so two stupid. quarterbacks. Yeah, like so okay, stupid. the Browns are a shitty team, but. That's just idiotic. Mm-hmm. Like they, that's that's yeah. like everyone in the entire franchise should lose their jobs overnight. I hundred percent think that if they don't get Brad or if they don't take Bradley Chubb, then they're gonna trade that pick because they can get a fourth pick, like a fourth pick. They can get a lot of. Well, they have several in. trade partners back there. You got yeah. the Cardinals who would really want a quarterback. They have you know Sam Bradford just filling. The in. Dolphins want, and then the Dolphins want a quarterback, and the Bills want a quarterback. Yep. So I mean, if there's teams that are getting testy, then sure. But, and I want Fitzpatrick. And, you know, up there. if they traded with maybe even the Bills, they go back to 12. They use their 12 and they pick like, I have it up here. They, uh, they have another pick somewhere in the draft. But they're in the, they're in the back half and then they're in the early second round. So they have a lot of draft capital to spend. So maybe they could still trade up and get Bradley Chubb. I think there's going to be a decent amount of trades this year as well. I think the Bills are going to move up and yeah. get somebody. I, I definitely think that they'll move inside the top ten. 
What are they at? Twelve? No, they'll probably move inside the top. Well, the seven. Bills aren't going to be satisfied with just AJ McCarron. No. no, but see, I think he deserves a shot. I agree. I think I think AJ McCarron has a lot of potential. Yeah. I watched him in that playoff game where he came in for Andy Dalton uh-huh. in twenty six. Also, Andy Dalton is probably the most average piece of shit oh, I've yeah. ever seen in my life. But people just get complacent with people yeah. like him and Joe Flacco. Uh-huh. So I think if but yeah, Bradley Chubb number four. With uh, me saying that I think the Giants take Chubb at two and taking Saquon Barkley number one, now is when I think the Browns should take their quarterback. And if Baker Mayfield is picked by the Jets, which I don't have that, I have the Jets picking Josh Allen, so I would put Baker Mayfield on the Browns, which is scary because like, I feel like Baker Mayfield needs a better home with, like, a better locker room and a better yeah. leadership. Well, and also, he's not going to want to play wing. behind Tyrod Taylor. Baker Mayfield's no. the kind of guy that's going to want to start. Yeah. I don't necessarily think, Taylor, like, honestly. I think Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold, and Josh Allen would be, you know, more beta people to mm-hmm. be able to sit behind a player for a year or two. Baker's got to play year yeah. one. Rosen, I think, would have no problem sitting behind. I think Josh Allen, too. And, yeah. yeah, Josh Allen, I don't think, would have any problem with that. Sam Darnold's just a jackass. Well, I think Sam Darnold is ready to play week one for wherever he goes. Depend- depending on where he goes. I feel like USC has the best prep of all these schools for quarterbacks coming out. I just think that he's not good. Because, like, even though they didn't produce great quarterbacks the last, you know... Couple the last years. good ones, Carson. They Palmer. still came out with Matt Barkley, who was a Sanchez decent backup for years. Yeah. Didn't Mark Sanchez, Mark go Sanchez went to two AFC Championship games. I mean, he went through a. But they have they good. have guys who can win games. Yeah, I've seen that in Carson Palmer as well. So, USC I would just like to say that uh, if anybody wants to clip out the the last fifteen seconds where Josh said. Uh, he, Mark Sanchez is good because he went to two AFC Championship games. Please keep that because that is gold. <laughs> I mean, he's I, I've never heard anyone say Mark Sanchez like being good before. He's still going to AFC championships, and yeah, he's playing and well Trent, in those and championships. And won a Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> come on. And Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl too, but Joe that, Flacco's elite. Those were one year he off did. things. I'm just <laughs> saying that Mark Sanchez had a period of time where he was winning a lot of football games. He was. He just wasn't losing the games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't disagree. I'm just saying. You could do a lot worse off than Mark Sanchez from like 2008 to 2012. All right, so pick five, Broncos. Pick five with the Broncos. I'm going with, they they love the tall quarterbacks. They love the quarterbacks with big arms. Going with Josh Rosen out of UCLA. Um, like, Like you said, they already have a placeholder in Case Keenum for the next year or two. Bring in Josh Rosen. Uh, the tutelage of John Elway, even though I think he's a cock. Um, he can go in there and he can learn a couple things. I have uh, the Broncos taking a cornerback, Denzel Ward, maybe one of the best players in the draft, probably the second best defensive player in the draft behind Chubb. And he can fill in for uh, the Broncos losing a keep to leave uh, to the Rams. So and he's pro ready from he is, one. He is a me- yeah, he is immediately yeah. pro ready. He'll be able to guard number ones, number twos, no That's problem. crazy you said that because I have them taking Fitzpatrick. And I don't know who they who they have hired. Yeah, I I am personally a like you said earlier before we started the podcast a big Fitzpatrick fan, and I could see him sliding mm-hmm. up. Yeah, for that I exact think, reason. I think the only problem the, with Fitzpatrick is you don't really know where he's going to slot in given your system because he yeah. could play corner or safety. Yeah, um, you can play with Ward, you know you're nickel. getting a traditional corner. And that's 
a thing with him. I don't know. Exa- I don't know yeah. where they rank him. What they want out of him. I, yeah, I haven't D-back. watched enough film to know where he's yeah. going to end up on a given team. And I don't know. Where I expect he... him to be a safety, but you don't know. Yeah, yeah. and I don't know where they want to use him. They could use him as a nickel, as a dime. He's very. Um, he can do a lot of different things. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I'd... figured. That would be a good fit. Well, they're missing a lot of defensive backs. Between holes. the two of them, we're splitting hairs. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Great players. Yeah. Really, who they have. But I think just the versatility in this in this scenario is kind of a bad thing, just because you don't know what you're going to get out of him. With Ward, you know, he's going to plug in and he's going to play the outside, and he's going to yeah. be able to contend then, with the best. And that might be what team. they're looking for. I don't know yeah. exactly what they're looking for. They could be looking for a guy that can do a few different well, things. They don't have T.J. Ward anymore either, do they? Didn't they get rid of him? T.J. Ward and Akeem Talib are gone for Denver? I'm not sure about Ward. I, I thought they still had T.J. Ward. Um, we can continue and I'll look that up. Yeah, you go ahead and check it out. But I got Rosen, you got Fitzpatrick, and Ryan. Did you already give yours? Yeah, yeah, I, gave, uh... yeah I said Denzel Ward. Okay. So there you go. There's our top five mock. You can rate us again. Uh, PrettyGoodSports.com will have all of our mock drafts up there if you're curious to see. Put no, your own mock draft up and win money. Yeah, what? you can do that too. Huh? He's, he's a gone? free agent. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought he got cut. So they're looking for either or, so maybe look to fill that void. Uh, we'll get now to our team's wish list real we quick since that, hair, that so. uh, segment took a little long. Uh, and then we're going to get to our fantasy Tinder segment. Uh, but for the Steelers this year, um, as every year for the last three years, they should probably be looking into a quarterback, but they don't have a good spot to look at one. Um, <laughs> as they went to the playoffs again and went fourteen or thirteen and three, um, but I, I really like Mason Rudolph. If they could somehow snag him at the end of the first or somewhere in the second round, um, he's a kid who has a big arm. He played at Oklahoma State. Um, you know, that's had a history of you know prolific offenses. I uh, really like the stats his senior year. His, uh, you know, high-character kid wasn't getting a ton of uh, issues. Uh, so I think Mason Rudolph is something to look at because um, pretty much everybody else, you know, between Darnold, Mayfield, uh, Rosen, Allen, Lamar Jackson, they're all going to be gone in the first round more than likely. So yeah. I think Mason Rudolph is something to look at. Uh, more realistically, Rashawn Evans, the outside linebacker out of uh, Alabama, I think would be a great fit in Pittsburgh. He is a uh, high motor kind of guy, um, really physical at the line of scrimmage. He could, you know, work perfectly off of somebody like Stephon Tuitt or Cam Hayward. Um, be a great one-two punch uh, alongside T.J. Watt as well. You also thought it was going to suck, but that's neither here nor there. Wrong. It's true. See, I'm wrong sometimes. I'm just the scouts are wrong though a lot of times in the NFL just as well. Just busting your balls. A lot of bad things end up happening to scouts. I feel like that's why there's so much turnover year after year. <laughs> um, you know, no scouts ever get retained when, like, a head coach gets fired. Yeah, um, another guy uh, who could get taken a lot later than he should go is Sam Hubbard, defensive end out of Ohio State. Uh, he was a pretty top-tier prospect before the combine. He had a poor combine in Indianapolis. So now he slipped from being, like, the second or third defensive end on the draft board to the seventh. Projected to go in the second and third round, so I think he could be a big-time steal. Uh, played in the same defensive scheme as both of the Bosa brothers and was still very effective. Uh, might have been part of the Bosa effect and them taking double teams, but either way, I think Sam Hubbard uh, could be a contributor to the defense. Um, I also really like Ronald Jones, the second. He is a running back out of USC. Played with Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju's been talking him up a bunch. He's a physical runner. Uh, kind of a contrast to Le'Veon Bell, and you know sometimes you got to look at the elephant what in the room. What about James Conner? 
where Le'Veon Bell, James Conner just had knee surgery. You don't know what's going to happen. He tore his MCL. But Ronald Jones, I think, could you know step up and fill in if something were to happen to Le'Veon this season if he chose to hold out for a limited amount of time. He so, should. Steelers suck and won't pay his man. We're not talking about this. Agreed. Um, Ronnie Harrison um, is another guy they should look into, as well as Justin Reed, a couple of defensive backs, a safety and a cornerback. Uh, the Steelers, one of the worst teams in the secondary last year after uh, Artie Burns and Joe Hayden were both hurt for a period of time. So just something to look into for the Steelers, but I'd be really happy with uh, Rashawn Evans or Ronald Jones. I don't see anything wrong with any of your uh, your wishes, all holes that need to be filled. I don't know about your running back situation because, you know. It's up in the air. You guys should I've already paid this man for three to four more years and not have to worry about this, but it's neither here nor there. Um, for my skins, I don't really have a big old list like you. There's just a few guys I'd really like to see him get. I want to see him get a corner, Fitzpatrick, Derwin James. I really, really, really like Derwin James. Safety, sorry. Um, yeah, just I feel like he might be the most pure athletic defensive player in the draft. Freak athlete, crazy speed can hit, can play the ball very well. And uh late and if we if we stay there and get him potentially I saw ESPN said Tremaine Edmonds, which would be sweet. Going into the later second round, I wanna I would and if we didn't get a running back then Nick Chubb still on the board. Mm-hmm. He's played four years. And yeah. uh what's his name? Kerwin Williams from Auburn, is yeah. that his name? He is somebody that I saw yeah. a lot of people had would still be around just, the second round. And if you could get him, he's really good running back. Yeah, and that and that's the thing with Nick Chubb is he played four years. He got hurt his junior year, so we mm-hmm. messed his leg up. Yep. And he's been there. He's ran the ball very hard. He's a good physical runner, good speed. I'd like to see him behind our line when healthy. A very good offensive mm-hmm. line. I don't really have a big list like that. I just. Do you have a preference over uh, Michelle or Chubb? Uh, Chubb. Michelle's. I saw some today. He's. Did you guys see his hidden injury list that nobody like that was going to make him drop? He's had so many crazy bad injuries like in the mm. past since two thousand. I think eleven. He had an ACL, a broken shoulder blade, some broken a broken foot. Like he's gone like six or seven injuries that have like season ending injuries that would make me shy away big time. Mm. But yeah, I personally like Nick Chubb, but at Georgia, that one-two punch was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, For me, I think the Redskins list is pretty short. Um, Like, realistically, I think the only two players I could see us getting um, are Vita V or uh, De'Aaron Payne from Alabama. First round, two DTs. Yeah, I think that's the only, I think those are the only two, like, realistic ones. Like, the run defense was just like atrocious last year. Yeah, we'll have John Al- Jonathan Allen back, but adding one, either one of these guys um, would make a huge difference immediately. And uh, like uh, V is the more like refined prospect. Like obviously dominated in college, and like even though he's a big dude, he can move. Um, and then like Payne is more of the project guy, and you kind of would hope he develops into being something more than he already is. Um, but yeah, I think those are the only two guys you could re- really realistically see unless we get just lucky like we did with Jonathan Allen last year and somebody falls that shouldn't be falling like Minka Fitzpatrick or 
um, Derwin James or any of those guys. Like, I would love to see them, but I just, I don't really think that's going to happen. And with, uh, I don't know if you saw, um, our, uh, the Redskins had a press conference today and uh, they were talking that they were going to draft the best available at 13. Oh, yeah, that's what we should do. And that's, and exactly, and that would, that pretty much puts us at, if, one of the two D tackles are still there, or one of the, like you said, the mm-hmm. DBs fell. Yeah, I think it really just depends how many quarterbacks get taken in the top ten. And that's what then position yeah. and skill players yeah. are going to get pushed back. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was thinking. Is they have five going in the top fifteen that that slides everybody down. Mm-hmm. And the Browns could, tr- and and if the Browns trade that fourth pick away for a, a team in like the twelve to fifteen range that needs a quarterback. That could add another quarterback to the list that just continues to push push uh, the skill players down, like you said. So mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to see. I just hope that we have a good draft. I think we've drafted fairly well in the past couple mm-hmm. of years. Yeah. And then I think second-round pick, a lot of people having us picking, like, literally, like, a ridiculous amount of mock drafts have us picking Billy Price, the guard center from Ohio State. Um which I could definitely see like an interior lineman that's been a problem for the Redskins and like injuries. We've just been like rotating yeah. like outside linemen inside and just ridiculous stuff for the last couple of years. Never works. Yeah, something the thing never about works. Billy Price too is he played guard at Ohio State for a little while, so he can really just plug in wherever. Exactly. Injuries. Like we need versatility good, on yeah. the line, um, and then uh, I could also see us drafting like one of those SEC running backs that could be in the second round. And that's the thing with trading back is we have currently no pick in the third round. Mm-hmm. So getting... That was Alex Smith's yeah, trade. And getting another, uh, like another second round pick or a third round pick could get us one and of the, each. You know? And like all the experts and stuff are saying that the real value in this draft is going to be in the second and third yeah. round. It's like this is, this is a deep draft where like there's... There's a couple of really big top end talents like the quarterbacks that you know you're, are going to get picked high and like uh, and like Chubb and uh, Ward and stuff like that like you know they're going high and then it's kind of like you almost fall off a cliff for a little while and then you get into like it's like oh man now there's a bunch of really good guys yep. who you don't normally see around and this time and that's the thing is if say one of them DBs fall to us in the first we could go and wait the third or fourth and try to get Tim Settle out of Tech. Mm-hmm. Lose a couple pounds. Our defensive line coach is really good, Jim Bob, Jim Tomsula, Jim Jim Tomsula. Yeah, a really good defensive line coach. I feel like so that's where he ended up after uh, San Francisco. Yeah, he's, he's been, been there for he's a couple been here, of years. Yeah, for like yeah. the last two years. So yeah, I feel like he could be a good progress uh, project for them at D line. And I, I liked him set a lot of high school. I mean, mm. so big old hefty guy, but mm. you could get him in the late rounds, and he could be just as talented when it's all said and done. Yep. All right, um, we're going to go now over to some fantasy Tinder action. Are we going to be swiping right or swiping left on some of these hunks? Swipe right, swipe right. We're going to be seeing, uh, again, for maybe some older people like our parents or family members <laughs> who don't know what this means, swiping right means that you like them, swiping left means that you, you bang do them. not like them. <laughs> you don't want to bang them. You don't want to bang them. <laughs> maybe if you get drunker, you might swipe right later on. That is neither here nor there. I don't know that from personal experience, just referring to from a friend um but either way fantasy tender we're gonna start with the quarterbacks because i think this will be the most interesting uh, and we'll start with josh allen and josh allen to me um i'm gonna swipe right Ooh. but 
This is just because this is someone, you know, who's faking on most of their profile pictures. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the girl that's on there taking these shots from all different angles, uh, really using maybe maybe some filters, some older pics from, you know, in peak form. Um, So I don't, you know, necessarily trust this person, but Mm. I'll still get suckered into swiping right on Josh Allen for now. Uh, All the characteristics, but I don't know if I trust him. I don't know if I trust what he brings to the table. I'm swiping left. Simply because I don't like him. You're not playing the game? No, I'm playing the game. I just don't like him. I was never a big Josh Allen fan. I really don't like any of the the three standout, well, the three top quarterbacks. Him, uh, Donald or Rosen. I just, I think they all look like douchers. I mean, they might be talented, but they look like douchebags. I, I want to like Josh Allen so bad just because I think I it would be great. I want to like him, but... Like, I, I just don't think it'll he'll be good. Yeah. Like, he wasn't that good at Wyoming. And that's the thing is Wyoming just no. I'm not I'm not yeah. buying that as a, a school that's gonna produce a good quarterback. Granted, I can say I didn't I wasn't really sure about the quarterback class that ended up producing a uh Wentz. Wentz and Goff. Mm-hmm. But you know, you never know, I guess. I just think he looks like a tool and I'll pass. <laughs> Alright, uh the next And person. that's what tender's about, is all it's all about your appearance. Mm-hmm. It's true. Tool bag. See ya. Uh next up we have Baker Mayfield. Um, I'll let one of you guys take Baker first. I'm swiping right. Yeah, you heard me earlier. I'm a big Baker fan. I'm all in on Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Baker Mayfield definitely has one of his pictures as the wearing that Nike like headband he has. It's kind of like it looks like somebody cut the sleeve off of a t-shirt. The like long headbands. You see him in that. Mmm, swiping right all day. Or in that new ESPN uh, magazine where he's oh yes, yeah. <laughs> some some Baker Mayfield nip slip action. That's full blown titty. Yeah. I'm in. I'm swiping right. Oh, I'm swiping right as well. But Baker Mayfield, one of those you know guys or girls who you know looks really <laughs> good on your Tinder profile, and you know they go out and they have a really good time. But is this the kind of person that you can settle down with love? as a GM? Is it love or is it just ecstasy? I don't know what it is for Baker Mayfield. It certainly gets the blood pumping when you see it. You know, when you're out on the weekends and on Sundays, it looks good. It makes the blood flow. But long term, does it work out? I don't know. I don't know if I could see it. But I'm swiping right for now. I'm all in for the the party environment that Baker Mayfield's bringing uh, potentially to the Big Apple. Um, Next up, we're going to go with Lamar Jackson. Who wants to take Lamar Jackson? Not me. I'll take him. I will swipe right on Lamar Jackson. I think the best thing that's ever happening for him is, like, he's not getting put in this mix with the other quarterbacks. And, um, like, he has, like, no expectations at all. I think he's going to fall low enough in the draft where he's going to go to a team that actually has some stability and some leadership and some people who can, like, teach him what the heck's going on and let him, like, find himself. And, like, all these other guys, I think, are just going to get thrown into the fire and I think he will, like, go late enough in the draft where he might go to a franchise with a good coach or with, like, good quarterbacks he could learn from. Because he's obviously a quarterback. I don't buy the wide receiver shit at all. I think that's, like, like that's I think it's kind of, like, thing. racist, it's like honestly. It's, like, only happened to Terrell Pryor. Yeah. That's, like, the only quarterback that's happened on um, Braxton. And he's not that good of a wide receiver. Yeah. He does brick hands. Yeah. He brick hands. <laughs> but, yeah, Lamar Jackson's a quarterback, and I think he... Like can learn, uh, and I think he wants to learn also. I'm gonna swipe left on Lamar Jackson. 
it's probably going to be another example in the perfect situation where I'm just going to look like an ass and we can <laughs> save this clip. We can save it for the Josh bloopers. But I'm just I'm not getting suckered into a Heisman winning quarterback. I've been suckered in in years past to that. Heisman winning quarterbacks just don't have a great track record in the NFL, you know, year in and year out. I'm not going to get suckered in by Lamar Jackson. It's a pretty looking lady man, but <laughs> I'm going to swipe left this time. I'm not getting fooled by their very nice bio out underneath their very average picks. What I'm going to do here, I'm going to exit out of the app and delete the app history. So when I come back in the app, Lamar Miller's not there. Or Lamar, Lamar Jackson's Jackson. not there. I don't know what I want to do. I'm so you, up in the air. You super like him. I know. No, no, no. <laughs> you lose I, I, every, super likes. Every time he comes onto the app, I take the app away because I don't know if I want to swipe left or I don't want to swipe right. You made a lot of valid points. No, no expectations. You come mm-hmm. in, learn, sit behind a good quarterback, learn. GM like GM wants to like you. You know the coach wants to give you reps to teach you, or like you said, Heisman comes to the Redskins, gets just butt fucked, and it's back to just RG three all over again. I don't know what I want to do. Every time I see him, I just take the app off my phone, come back so he's not there, and I just I keep on playing the game because I I'm, he is one that's really just got my mind racing. I don't know what I would do. All right, next person we I got see. is Josh Rosen. And I am swiping hard left on Josh Rosen because Josh Rosen is the quarterback of the draft equivalent to Tinder as a sexy bot. (laughs) He is not real at all. His stats are okay. (laughs) It's funny. He plays. He's got a great stature. But what has he done? All he has is a bunch of really nice picks in a bikini. But besides that, you know, and you get suckered in as a GM, she's like, hey, how are you? You say, hey, what's up? And then she just sends you a laundry list of links. <laughs> it's fake. It's not real. I like how you, you make all them females look really geeks me, but yeah, I don't want any parts of him either. What did he, uh, I think it was him that was in an interview today, and he pretty much took shots at every other quarterback. Yeah. And said that I'll be He's the only jet, one yeah. left standing. Dude, eat a dick. I'm I'm a hard hard. Josh Rosen is most likely to not have a job after three years of this quarterback class. Yeah, yeah. Swipe left on Josh Rosen for me as well. I think yeah, he's coming in like he knows everything already, and you need to just come in and be a sponge if you're a quarterback. Holy moly, swipe life. Yeah, (laughs) swipe life. All right, uh, two more quarterbacks, and then we're gonna get to the running backs. Mason Rudolph, quarterback, Oklahoma State. Uh, we already heard him talk about me, so I'll get out of the way and let you guys talk about him. But I'm super liking Mason Rudolph. I wow. think his value is very good. Hang around the second or third That's round. Boy, he no, no, I didn't even put him in this. Who's the Richmond boy? Kyle Lauletta. Yeah, he sucks. Swipe left times a million. Who is? Where did he, he get his Mason Rudolph, yeah. Oklahoma State. Yeah, he's a cowboy. Oh wait, that's the one that the skins liked in the, mm-hmm. in the beginning. Yeah, yeah that's okay. the one the Steelers have interviewed a couple times. I'm super liking him. I think he could end up probably being a top three quarterback in this class in the right situation. He's got all the tools. I'm going to swipe uh, right just because the Skins liked him. And I, I, I got him and whatever the rich guy is yeah. Yeah, confused. So, yeah, I'll swipe right. I'm in. Yeah, I think Mason Rudolph could uh, fall into the umbrella with Lamar Jackson, like I was saying, like he coming in with low expectations and could find his way to a good team. Like, 
I think I saw the Patriots liked him. Like, imagine him learning from Tom Brady for a couple of years well, and Bill Belichick. Tom wouldn't do that. No, he wouldn't. He'd probably run him out of town. No. But they'd probably fucking trade him for, like, a first-round pick in two years. Well, yeah, after, because like, he'd can, play for two yeah. games and he'd win two yeah, games. Yeah, he'd play two games over Tom Brady. He gets suspended for cheating again and then uh, throws for 400 yards and then they get a first-round pick yeah. out of him. So I could see that, but... Uh, but yeah, like I, I think if he gets uh, an ability to learn, I think Mason Rudolph is like a, a raw like gunslinger kind of guy, but he could learn a lot. I think. Uh, like I said, poor man's Ben Roethlisberger in the right scenario would not be surprised. But talk about a narrative that will be hilarious for the next decade is watching Jimmy Garoppolo be great while New England plummets into shit without Brady fun. and Belichick. Oh my goodness! It's and. Just, it's going to be like, oh, New England does the right thing. It's the New England way. It's just like, well, there's an all-pro quarterback that you just let go. And he gets to live in San Francisco instead of, like, the shitty, like, Massachusetts, like, crap hole where Foxborough is. Although... It's not even in Boston. Garoppolo does have to watch out for all the smug. There's a yeah, lot of smug in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. A lot of people smelling their own farts. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, last <laughs> quarterback here, Sam Darnold. And Sam Darnold, to me... Is that, you know, kind of down-to-earth girl who you know what you're getting out of them. Their Twitter bio is, you know, thorough all the way through. She likes hiking. She likes country music. She's got the Bible And she's a solid 7.5 out of 10 with some sort of bird tattooed on her shoulder. And the the Bible verse in the bio. She's been dating, like, this one guy for the last, like, couple years and, like... Just it didn't work out with them because he moved away. But she and, still and you, really likes them. Yeah, they're friends. Yeah, but you, and you've just been waiting for your chance to see like if you can make a move because you, you know she's that material. And she's pedigree too because yeah. she's from Southern California. Mm-hmm. So not the not the hottest girl, not the hottest prospect, but it's definitely somebody you'd want in your life. Uh, just all American girl. I'm, I'm all in for what you said, Josh. I'm I swiping agree. right. Yeah. I'll swipe Brady as well. <laughs> the, the kind of gal Tom Petty would write a song about. Oh, man, R.I.P. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to the running backs. I had Barkley marked down. I don't know why. Everyone's swiping right on the yeah. I'm Barkley. swiping left just because he's going to go to the Giants. He's going to piss me <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> if he doesn't go to the Giants, I'm getting It's a right. hate swipe. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, like, going to Darius It's like, Geist. I know you won't like me, so I'm just going to swipe left. Exactly, yes, exactly. You don't have the chance to swipe left. <laughs> it's just like, it's somebody, it's somebody in high school that you know didn't yeah. like you at all, but you still think they're hot, yeah. so you might swipe right. <laughs> but you know they're not going to. No. So, who, who knows, uh, but in the other side of things, uh, Darius Geis, I'm putting out another super like. I think I only get a couple per day, so I got to ration. 24 hours. You, need, you have to buy more, right, Josh. I bought another one for Darius Geis. Oh, Darius, Geis. Very Darius Geis is somebody who is a little bit trashier because he came in with the reputation behind Leonard Fournette, he's always been in somebody's shadow. But she's a bad bitch. She a bad. And Darius Geis she is thick a too. bad I bitch. I love Darius Geis. If he somehow fell all the way to the Steelers, I'd be frothing at the mouth. Yep. In quotes, juice. Yeah, I'm in. I want him. Yeah, I'm also swiping Grant. Of course, I think he's really good. One of the best backs in the draft. He's definitely the second best back, and I don't even consider Barkley. I think he could end up being the best. His, okay, you're, right. could you're, you're, you're pulling some Josh shit. Josh, and no, if you're happen. as if you're as high on him as you sound like you are right now, after this podcast ends, look at his high school highlights. I remember him when he was coming out, and he literally is just like a bowling ball out there, just running over everybody. Yeah, he's really good. I would, 
I wouldn't be mad if the skins took him at 13. I really wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. I don't see it happening just because, like, we drafted uh, P. Ryan pretty that, high last yeah. year, and he started to come into his own at the end of the season. He turns the ball And too much. Chris Thompson is still, yeah. like, a, like awesome player. So if, like, if those two can be, like, a thunder and lightning next year, I think we'll, yeah. we'll be fine. And that's the thing is we just back. don't know what we're going to get from yeah. the other running backs besides Chris Thompson. Thompson, yeah. All right, next up we got Nick Chubb. I'm swiping left on Nick Chubb. Yeah, I think you saw his best years in Georgia. I don't think he brings a lot to the table at the NFL level. I think he's going to be kind of like Trent Richardson, where he's just going to oh, run up to the line of scrimmage and try to bowl through people. That's disrespectful. I'm swiping left. I'm swiping right. And the only reason why I'm swiping right is he's a sleeper to me. I think he mm. could fall third, fourth round and be an Alfred Morris type back. I don't know how long he's going to last in the in the NFL because he's had yeah. like knee Alfred problems. Morris. Yeah, but I think that he could give a team a Solid few couple years. Yeah, I think yeah he has some durability issues, obviously, but uh, I could see, and I don't think he could be an every down yeah, back no. like just his skill set, which could could make him fall really far in this draft. I think because there's so much talent. As well. Yeah, so because he's just and he obviously had, didn't have to be an every down back with how good Sonny Michelle was. Yeah. Um. So he'll if he can go somewhere, and. Have like a lightning running back to pair with him. Chris Thompson. Then maybe it could be successful, but I just I don't I don't think he looked as good last year as he did before the no, injury at all. Didn't. And like if it you lose like that explosiveness, yeah, if you lose I mean, that yeah, explosiveness, he, his, like knee popped out. Like, like this didn't he like dislocate his knee or something crazy? Yeah. Like he yeah. had an injury. Like I said, I think you've already seen his best. Yeah, that's why. That's why and if you like. have, then that's not good. No. All right, next one we got, you know, fellow backfield member, Sony Michelle. I'm a lot higher on Michelle than I am with Nick Chubb. I think that receiving running backs are a huge part of the NFL. You look at Alvin Kamara last year who just bursted onto the scene because he could catch the ball really well, and he played in an offense that did that. He took a lot of snaps away from Mark Ingram, who is a very efficient running back. And the same thing with Kareem Hunt. He does both of it. So you saw two guys get drafted really low, just on a hunch, and now you see Sony Michelle, who was, you know, purely, well, not purely, but for the most part out there in passing situations with Fromm, which means he can also pass block. He's always out there in passing scenarios. So now that position has moved up, and there's a, you know, a preference on people that can do both. I think Sony Michelle can be a star in this league. You first saw it with Matt Forte. Now there's guys in the league like Le'Veon Bell that are doing it. I think Sony Michelle can be very, very good, and I'm swiping right hard. Yeah, everybody I see is just calling him Alvin Kamara 2.0, and I think that that's, like, pretty accurate. I think he's going to be fast and all over the field, and I think they're going to be throwing it to him, using him on every third down. He's he's going to be an instant factor and an instant playmaker. Agreed. I'm going to be the odd one here. I'm going to swipe left. Um, I pulled up his history, his injury history. Since 2011, minus 2012 and 2015, he has been hurt with a pretty serious injury for a running back in every year. 2011, he tore his ACL. 2014, he broke his uh, shoulder blade. He also sprained his ankle in 2014. He fractured his forearm in 16 and sprained an ankle and a knee in 17. And when you take so much batter and bruise to your lower body as a running back, I just, I don't. Like, like I don't think I realized his injury list is that long. I didn't know it was that long either, and I don't know. But he was healthy last year. He, he was good. healthy. Yeah. yeah, and like, and that's probably and that's the thing is when he's healthy, he looks good. But he's one that's taken a lot of injuries mm-hmm. to the lower half, and 
as a running back, you're getting hit at your lower half but with by concussion. The, by the do theory, all of his injuries are done. No. He's hurt everything that he can hurt. Done. He, he had two. He's gonna be healthy for the rest of his he life. He had two now. lower, two lower leg injuries. He had two lower leg injuries last year. I'm swiping left simply because um, we don't know how he, he's gonna hold up with taking shots to the legs over and over because of the new concussion rules and the way you can hit people. I'm going to swipe left. But he is a stud, no doubt about it. All right, next running back we got from USC, Ronald Jones the second. This guy excites me as a downhill runner. We talk about a bowling ball like Darius Geis. Ronald Jones the same way. Played with Sam Darnold. That was a good one-two punch. Honestly surprised USC wasn't better in the years where they were together. Uh, they were in the Rose Bowl, I think, the last two years. But even still, uh, I think Ronald Jones brings that, you know, blue-collar run yeah. are running to your team you know he'll make you black and blue he'll beat teams up like Leonard Fournette does he doesn't really bring you as much of the passing option but if you're a team you know for a coach like Andy Reid who just loves to put the ball down people's throats I think he's a great option yeah I would like to see, right. I wouldn't mind to see him as a later pick for the skins mm-hmm. to go with uh um Chris Thompson Jay Gruden loves to run the ball if he has a reliable option mm-hmm. we've seen in the past if it works early he'll keep doing mm-hmm. it and giving him the ball in first and second, and sometimes third, and then throwing it to uh, Chris Thompson—that's a good—that's a good, that's a good uh, combination. I'd like to watch. So, and with Alex Smith, people like to call him Dump Down Alex. Good one to dump it down mm-hmm. to, along with uh, Chris Thompson. Yeah, uh, I think Ronald Jones has a lot of potential, and especially because USC has always ran like a pro-style offense, and they try to get people pro ready. Like physically, he's obviously pro ready. Like. He's strong and fast enough to be ready for the NFL. And then, like, the type of running plays that they used, he he wasn't a running back who benefited from, uh, like, re- uh, read options. Like, whenever he was back there, like, they were focused on... They were giving him the ball. And, yeah, if, they were, if it was a running down, like, they knew he was getting it. They didn't have to worry about, oh, is Sam Darnold going to, like, do a, a read option or do a little bootleg? Like, if it was looking like it was a run play, it was probably going to be a run play, and he... He did very well with that. Uh oh, playoff D Wade with the steal. Oh, oh. With the airballed layup. And the airballed oh layup. God, who was that? Kelly Atlantic <laughs> is so bad and ugly and very ugly. Um, so that'll do it for the running backs. Getting a couple of wide receivers. I used to play running back, by the way. Yeah, we also yeah we missed that. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> that was swipe, the whole reason we did this. Swipe right on me. Swipe right back. on me and Wale. We used to play running back actually together, same time, same school. Uh, so wide receivers, the jewel of the class is Calvin Ridley out of Alabama, um, six foot yes. one, one eighty nine or one yeah one eighty nine. Um, they have him going in the middle of the first round. A lot of mock drafts have him going to Arizona. I think that'd be a great fit. Um, a lot of comparisons to Amari Cooper, same yes. size, same school. Um, same school. Amari Cooper has had good years and he's had some eh years. But I think Calvin Ridley is, you know, probably the safest pick at wide receiver this year. So I'm swiping right just because I know I don't have to put any rubbers on if I'm getting with Calvin <laughs> Ridley. Yeah. Um, I'm going to just swipe right simply because he's the jewel of the receiving class. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything, anybody else that's really standing out to me at all. Yeah, he's uh, 100% of the most safe And he's been at Alabama for, what, like three years? Yeah, and he's, like been he good. and he's been good every single year he's been there. Um, yeah, I, I would definitely compare him to Amari Cooper because Amari Cooper came in and contributed his rookie year. Not a Julio Jones. And, and not a lot of uh, wide receivers can contribute right away. So, I like him. 
Yeah. All right. Um, we've been pretty consistent all together today, yeah. guys. I'll say that. Uh, DJ Moore, local kid, Maryland University. Ooh. Um, he's next. He's next on this uh, this list. He's six foot two ten. Bit of a stockier guy. Lightning, though. Isn't he really fast? Yeah, he's really quick. Uh, accomplished route runner. Uh, went to Maryland for a long time. I don't know if he went all four years or not, just because I didn't follow him until draft coverage started. Uh, but he's got a great vertical route, and uh, you know he's not the quickest dude in the draft, but he's another guy you could probably look towards. Uh, the guy from uh, Western Michigan who ended up with Tennessee. Drawing a blank on his name right now, the wide receiver. Corey. Corey Davis. Davis. So kind of like Corey or Davis. Like the dude that went to the Bills. From, huh? The guy that went, for, that went to the Bills too, right? Last year. Oh, yeah, Zay Jones. Yeah. Yeah, so guys that don't necessarily come from powerhouse schools but still have talent. And are very um, good route runners. I know a couple of guys I work with went to Maryland, so obviously they're going to sing DJ Moore's praises. Don't know a lot about the kid, honestly. Um, but everything I've seen in the grades are all good, so I'll swipe right cautiously, and I'll probably have to get to know her before I go too deep with her. Mm. I'm going to swipe right because that's one of the ones that, like, you're sitting with your friends and you all find her at the same time. We all find y'all are ball on tender and y'all are chilling, y'all find her at the same time, and you're like, oh, shit, let's get, <laughs> we all should swipe right and see what happens. That's, that's, Is that what's going on in the NFL? Nobody actually went to any Maryland games because they suck. Probably not. They're all yeah. just like, oh, like, DJ oh. Moore. Yeah, so I hear he's fast. That's good. I hear he's route running. He's good. Okay, so let's all just swipe right and we're going to throw <laughs> our names in a hat and see what happens. Well, he's got a really thick build, too, which, like, you know, does well for durability. You don't see too many guys at six foot two ten. Yeah. That's he's, thick for a wide receiver. He's, he's red bone. That's like, that's like Heinz Ward level thick. Yeah, that is thicker than a snicker. <laughs> so, DJ Moore swiping right? Yeah. I'll swipe right, yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to swipe left on him because I think he's a little bit too much of a project from some things that I have seen on him. Like, I like his highlight play potential. Like, there's a couple really nice, like, toe-tap grabs that he had. But um, then there's also, like, I read an article that had a lot of things saying that he he was on the verge of making a lot more big plays, and he just didn't. Like, he came down out of bounds like he does a lot of little things wrong and in the NFL the little things are what get blown up and I I think that will end up hurting him all right uh the next receiver we have talk about a project Cortland Sutton out of Southern Methodist University the Stangs this is the big dude in the draft Mm -hmm. 6'3 218 kind of looks like Mike Williams from stature um out of Clemson last year Trying to think of you know any NFL comparisons. Des Bryant comes to mind, big bodied receiver, because um, you know Odell's not actually that tall. People forget that. He's, Julio is kind of big body. Julio is big bodied, but he's, he's not long armed, yeah, long legs. He's leg. a little more slender. Like we're talking about a guy who's purely out there to run verticals and win 50-50 balls. That's what Cortland Sutton gives you. Um, like I said, he's a project, but he's really intriguing. This is a guy who's not going to go in the first round, probably the second, maybe the third. Um, but as a project, I mean, the Steelers took on a guy like this and Martavis and, Bryant. And, that's what and that gonna, turned out pretty well. What I was going to say is if you, guys the fan. if you guys didn't have Martavius and or Juju, I could see the Steelers jumping on I mean, that. the Steelers always end up taking a receiver somewhere. Yeah, and I could see you guys jumping on a receiver like that to just mm. get 50-50 balls yeah. and be a speed lightning kind of guy. Well, we had we had Sammy Coates for a while fill that role, and that didn't work. And then we had uh, Colby Hamilton. Eh. 
But so, I mean, it, it depends what you get out of Martavis Bryant. You know, before his suspension, he was awesome, and then he missed the whole year of football, and now he kind of sucks. Yeah, and you could still get, he's still got trade value. Yeah. So That's I mean, always still yeah. a possibility. Corlin Sutton, I'm going to swipe left just purely out of what I'm going to get right now, but in the yeah. future, mm-hmm. I may go back and Wish hit the swipe. gym a little bit. You look good. Wish You've you been doing right. them squats. Yeah. I'll swipe right now. You'll have to make a new account it's a to project. do that, bud. Um, I'm going to swipe left. Simply because I don't see my team doing anything with a receiver at this point. I think our receiver, I think our receiving core is kind of pretty much on lock. If something crazy happened and we went and got one in free agency, Des Bryant, <clears throat> which I don't, I don't even see happening. I just think that if we were gonna go get a receiver, we would do some, we would make a big splash like that instead of go and get a Michael Crabtree. So it's Oh, Who big body, yeah. Of, yeah. Um, I would Couldn't think, think we would do that before we get a project guy like him. So I'm going to swipe left. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, like you said, hit the gym, become a stud, and I'll regret my decision. But as of now, I'm going to so kind of, So kind of girl maybe that you see in the office that, you know, looks looks okay, but sometimes she wears that one thing that just does it for you. <laughs> uh-huh. A couple oh. years down the road, that's her. That's I- Cortland Sutton. I like Cortland Sutton a lot. I think he, uh, like, I remember hearing him, his name last year around the draft time. He was somebody that people weren't sure if he was going to come back or not because, like, not a lot of guys leave SMU early, obviously, and their football program has been, like, dog shit the last couple years. But, um, like, he had a very strong sophomore and junior campaign. His junior year, he had 76 catches for 1,200 yards and 10 touchdowns. Uh, That was, like, Probably his best year. Last year he had a little bit more touchdowns. But um, what I like most about him is uh, he's one of the wide receivers that like goes to the ball and always attacks the ball at the mm-hmm. highest point. He doesn't wait for it to come to him and try to make a big play. Like whenever you watch him, like I feel like he's not somebody that has gotten caught up in the like the Odell mindset of trying to make plays that he can't make. No, and I feel like he attacks the ball to compensate somewhat for his route running ability. Because his route running isn't quite there, mm-hmm. at least from what they're saying. Yeah, but yeah, I agree, and that's something that I feel like I feel like route running can almost be more learned over time. Um, but like, just like the mindset of being like, if this ball is up in the air and you're going to get it, and I'm going to get it, I'm getting it. Yeah, like, and that's what I think he has. All right, so last person on the list is DJ Clark. He's the speedster of this year's class. We've seen this sometimes work out, like Sammy Watkins, and sometimes not, like John Ross. Uh, so it's really <laughs> he 50, still has 50, time. So, yeah, but he's playing for Cincinnati, so his time is limited. Sometimes things don't go the right way in that regard. But DJ Clark ran a four-three-four in this year's uh, combine out of LSU. Mm-hmm. LSU known for pretty good receivers over the years: Odell, Jarvis Landry, um, among a couple of others. But DJ Clark, I'm going to swipe left on. Um, this is the kind of guy that I feel like a team is going to reach for and they're going to make him play too many meaningful mm. snaps. And it's just not going to work. Yeah, I think he's a guy that uh, his 40 time could be uh, blinding to some teams. I feel like like if Al Davis everybody. if Al Davis was still alive, the Raiders would be picking him in the first <laughs> round. Just win, L- Line him up with Darius Hayward Bay. Because like, that's, that's yeah, he's with the, he's with the Steelers. Yeah. Nice. He's but, just a special team. Member. But yeah, not a, a first round pick wide receiver number like the Raiders seven. treated him. Number seven in the first. But yeah, gonna, I could see him getting blind, like teams getting blinded by that and putting him so in. You swiping left? Yeah, I'm swiping left. I'm not. I'm a fan. gonna swipe right. Um, he just go. He's one of those guys to me that is like 
the one you you come across on Tinder and you're like, oh, they hang out with them. <laughs> if I'm with them, I can get with them. Okay, <laughs> I see that. Yeah, I see that. So let me swipe right and maybe <laughs> let I me can get, get you get with your friends. <laughs> yeah, or Darius Geis, or Darius Geis, or. Leonard yeah. Fournette. Leonard Fournette. Mm-hmm. Let me let me get in with the with the cool kid. Or Zach Mettenberger. Yeah. I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah. I like I, I think that he is actually not good. I think he's very fast. And like you said, he's gonna play way too many meaningful snaps, but I'm trying to hang out with Odell and Jarvis and Geis. So I'm gonna swipe right. Alright, that'll wrap up our draft coverage again. Check out prettygoodsports.com for our draft analysis and watch the draft Thursday, eight o'clock ESPN. Uh, I'm gonna just tune in to uh, the Redskins pick. I'm into more yeah. serious things. Yeah, I'm gonna be watch. Day. I'm gonna be watching Cats Penguins. Yeah. Now we're gonna move over to playoff reactions. Doing the NHL, we'll do the NBA next show when the first round wraps up. Um, but we're going with a YooHoo for YooHoo. You're very surprised about what happened, or meh, not that surprised. All right. So the first one we have: the Pens beat the Flyers in six. YooHoo or meh, meh, meh. Meh. Very meh. Expected it to happen. Six games is what I actually had down in my bracket challenge, so. I forgot to do one this year. I usually do one. Alright, uh, Caps and six over the Blue Jackets. Yoo-hoo for me. I thought this, this series would have went seven. Yeah, and you also thought we were going to lose, but well, yeah. that's neither here nor there. I'm going to say meh. I thought that we were going to win in seven, but I did think that we were going to I just think you guys winning four straight was a bit surprising. Yoo-hoo. I was surprised. <laughs> I, like thought that especially after being down 2-0 I was like we're gonna lose the next two games or I thought we were gonna get swept I thought I thought we were gonna I was hoping we would get swept because I thought we were I thought we were gonna lose game three and then uh or I mean I thought we were gonna win game three and then lose game four and five and then lose at home which would have been like the most pressing thing ever Alright, uh, <clears throat> next one we have the Predators. He totally just won in six games over the Avalanche with a last game thromping. This is meh, not surprising to me. I thought the Avalanche were a good team, but they're still pretty raw and young. I'm going to go The Preds are meh. top of the class. Yeah, I'm going meh. Preds are very good. Uh, Sharks in four over Anaheim. Again, meh. I think that the Sharks are one of the best teams in the West this year, and they showed it. Superior talent, and the Ducks are fucking sad. Yeah, meh. Just because I didn't watch a single game of the series. <laughs> yeah, meh, because the Sharks are good, and they, like, just dogpiled them. Yep. I, the couple, like, I watched a little bit of it, like, at sports bars and stuff just while I was there for the other games that were going on at the same time. And I, every time I would look at that one during intermissions or halftimes, the Sharks were just dogging them. Uh, next one, we got Vegas and four, a yoo-hoo. Four games against the Kings, a team with a lot of playoff experience. We talked about this a little on the last cast, but my goodness, the Vegas Golden Knights done surprised me again. I'm going to go uh, Yoo-Hoo as well. I did, think, I did think that they were going to win the series. I wasn't sure about the sweep. They've been very solid all year long, and Bryce Harper loves them, so I love them as well. I say meh because I... I've known the Knights were going to win it all since the very beginning. Did you put money down in the beginning of the season? No, but I, I think, think in anybody, our first podcast I, I said know. that they were going to win. I don't think anybody said that they were going to win. I think everybody. I'm pretty sure in our podcast I said that. But you didn't we, say we, it in I all seriousness. You were kind of being facetious. It did, no, it didn't. It. You don't know that. I think I he was definitely. Being, yes. I think you you don't know that because yeah. we made our picks, and that was my pick. 
It doesn't matter if I was facetious. My pick or not. was the Lightning, and that's still looking good. Yeah. Um, Toronto versus Boston going to seven. A Utils. Not only am I surprised, I'm thriving off of this. Just seeing all the shit from Tyler and Adam and all of Boston saying how cup-primed the Bruins were to just get smacked around the last two games by a couple of punks in Toronto. A Mm. yoo-hoo. I want them to win so bad. I'm yoo-hooing all day. Dude, Tyler will owe me a good amount of money. I'm yoo-hooing like the the, the, uh, chocolate milk. No, like the, (laughs) the Walmart. Boy, oh, the yodeler. The yodeler. I'm you who like the yodeler. <laughs> she used to call me dad. <laughs> He's that kid. All right, uh, next one we got Tampa Bay wins in five over the New Jersey Devils. Meh. 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 Devils bad. Devils are bad. Winnipeg wins in five over the Wild. Meh. Uh, the Wild having Parise and Suter on the shelf. Yeah. Winnipeg's low key really good. Yeah, meh. Winnipeg will lose next round, though. Man. To the Preds, yeah. That should be a good series. Um, all right, so gritty finish time. Patent pending. Wah, wah. Worried about the Nats start five and a half games back of the New York Mets. No. I'm going to let you go first since you haven't watched any games, and then I will elaborate a little more on it. Yeah, I haven't really watched any games at all because uh, baseball season hasn't started yet. It's true. I'm going to say no. Um... We just got our fifth starter kind of locked up, uh, Jeremy Hellickson. Oh, yeah. I was watching him pitch the other day. He had a day. good outing. Until, he did good until the sixth yeah, inning. Until the sixth inning. Um, we're missing Rendon. Murph's still not back. Eaton's out. Uh, Brian Goodwin's out. We're missing a lot of key pieces, and we're just really not hitting at the at the moment, and our situational hitting and base running isn't all there. I think that's stuff that will come with more reps. Um, our pitching is really well. We're, our, we're pitching really well. And I'm not worried. I think that we'll still win the division. It'll just be a little more of a dogfight, which I think will be good for the Nats in the long run because they won't have a cakewalk to the playoffs and then get dogpiled by a a Cubs or a Dodgers. I think that they'll be more primed and ready to go if their starters all play meaningful innings and games throughout the entire year. All right. um, What is your best NFL draft day memory that you have? Sean Taylor getting drafted, and it's not even really close, I don't think. My best draft day memory is probably, who was I really excited for the Redskins to draft? I don't know, you go, do you have one, Josh? I'll yeah, I have one that's not even really Steelers related. It was my freshman year of college when I was living in the dorms with my roommate Austin. Uh, Johnny Manziel uh, getting yeah. drafted mm. by the Browns. We uh, split a 12-pack of Corona. And uh, at 18 years old, it doesn't take much beer to get drunk and watch Johnny get drafted. <laughs> it was a good time. A little, uh, little too warm in the dorm, but... I know mine. It's that was not, fun. It's not a Redskins one, but this I just thought was so funny at the time. I still think it's funny looking back. When the Giants drafted Eli Manning, or I mean when the Chargers drafted and Eli Manning, and he got so... Mad and all the pictures of him, like with his Chargers, like stuff. He's like looking like he's literally about to cry. He's like pouting so much, and then uh, like he obviously gets traded to the Giants, and everything ends up being okay for him, winning two Super Bowls and beating the Patriots twice. Tyler, um, <laughs> but 
I just think that that was so funny how much of a hissy fit he threw. I've never seen a player throw more of a temper tantrum about getting drafted into the freaking NFL. John Elway did the same thing. Like, it's, dude, like, what? Yeah, that's why I don't really like Eli and I don't like John Elway. Yeah. Can I, um, They're babies. Can I switch mine? Sure. It's still a Redskin one, but this is one that I vividly remember a little bit more. Um, me and Nathan were watching the draft down in Blacksburg, and uh, it's when we drafted Brandon Sheriff. Nice. And I was really high on a li- lineman at the time, but then I was just kind of... Which was, one do you remember? Which lineman? No, I, li- I really liked Brandon Sheriff, mm-hmm. but I wasn't sure that I wanted him when I looked at the, the looked at the class, and I see yeah. Vic Beasley was still on the board, and Ty Gurley was still on the mm-hmm. board, and just... Uh, Melvin Gordon, Devontae Todd Parker. Gurley went like a couple picks after. Yeah, that Marcus year. Peters. There was a lot of good, um, like, uh, just yeah. athletes on the field that I feel like could have really helped the team. But looking back now, I'm happy with where he is because he's a pro bowler in his fourth year. Yeah. And he's just a very young, stout offensive lineman. But at the time, I was kind of really confused, but leaning towards more on the happy side. So I'm happy that that all worked out. I follow that up with, who's your favorite first-round pick that you can remember? Okay, that I'm sticking with uh, Sean Taylor. (laughs) Favorite first-round pick? Are we talking from our team or just in general? Actually, well... Well, I mean, in general, I guess, if you want, but I was thinking your team personally. Brian Kerrigan. When we drafted him, I was pumped, and he just immediately became a dog. And he's been a dog ever since. Yeah, Yeah. I did like Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor, Taylor, like, um, in hindsight, obviously, is a great draft moment, and, like, I think he was the first pick after Joe Gibbs came back to the Redskins, which was, like, very exciting. But I didn't really, like, know that much about him, I don't think, coming, like, I mean, I knew he was good, like, everybody knew he was just, like, a big hitter, but, like... That's the only reason why I was so excited, is because I loved watching people get laid the fuck out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would definitely say my favorite, and I barely remember it, is the early years that I started watching football, but the only time, I think it was probably the first or second year I ever watched the draft, so I thought it was normal, but when the Steelers traded all the way up from like 29 to 15 to get Troy Polamalu, mm-hmm. it's the only time the Steelers have done anything like that in like the last 30 years. They never trade up, they never do anything crazy on draft day, they stick to their guns, they pick, they do what, you know, they do what everyone expects them to do. That year, they get picked, and I'm just like, oh, cool. And my dad's like, man, there must be somebody special if they're trading up. Yeah. You know, the Bill Cower team. Worked out well. And it worked out very, very well, and they had yeah. something on ESPN I was really about excited it. about actually trading up for RG3. but mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think he was done wrong. He was a very special talent. Without the injuries, I think that he would have yeah. been a very good quarterback. I agree. So I actually, that is another one with the Sean Taylor situation. Just moving I, up gets you excited because you're just like, man, my, our team really believes in something. Can we, Ooh. real quick, when the Wizards moved up to get Kelly Oubre, I thought that that was a very sneaky good move. I know this is really off subject what we're talking well, about. Oh yeah, they, they only moved up from 17 to 15, Yeah, right? and nobody knew what they were doing. It was completely <laughs> blindsided, and I really liked that pick, but that was just because we, we were watching playoff basketball and that. I mean, popped into my turned head. out well. Uh, all right, so this one, try to keep it brief. Uh, out of 10, J. Cole album review. I, I stress trying to keep it brief because it could go a while. Mm-mm. I'm just going to I'm gonna go last, so that way we don't have to have a lot of commentary. Um, I thought it was really good. I think, like, this is kind of a complaint, but not really because, like, ooh, this is a silly thing to complain about. But it's just, like, it's so heavy that I can't listen to it all the time. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, something you can just, like, 
be like, oh, I want to listen to like some music. Put on a vibe. Too, yeah, right? and the, but you put that on, it's like, all right, I'm it's gonna I'm gonna drive my car off this cliff now because I'm thinking too much. Yeah, it, it definitely taxes. <laughs> it's definitely something that makes you think. I'm gonna give it a like a seven out of ten. That's um, exactly and, what I was gonna say. Oh, did I say anything uh-huh. out of ten? Yeah. I, I was gonna say seven. I would, I would say eight. And that's just through like three or four full listens. And like you said, it's very it weighs heavy on you. His play on words with the Kevin's heart and just like the taxes and stuff like that. He's done a very good job at making you think and really think. And like you said, I'm not gonna get in the whip and want to vibe, and I'm not mm-hmm. gonna play that because I'm gonna be very off the mood. I wanted. That's gonna be some stuff that I'm chilling, listening to music like before bed or in the shower, kind of just getting me ready for my day or down, like going down at the end of my day. But yeah, I would definitely <laughs> give it a seven. Seven out of ten. Uh, lyrically, as every J. Cole album is, it's driven by the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, but production-wise, I thought there was like a three-burst beat that was prevalent throughout all of it that I thought got a little monotonous. It was mostly in the choruses. I didn't really like many of the choruses either, but this was another thing where like J. Cole is J. Cole, so what he does, he's going to do it. But I think features would have helped this album. I think outside influence, the production would have helped this album. Mm-hmm. But I also really like the way that <coughs> he didn't isolate different people of America. He, you know, had some ways, you know, he incorporated love. It wasn't a big preachy, like, you know, social activism album that everyone was expecting. Yeah, kind of like yeah. Kendrick. It wasn't preachy per se, but... You know, lyrics are always at the forefront in J. Cole Day. He's the most there. lyrical yeah. out there. I think that's, right now in this generation, like in this group, I think that it's pretty set in stone that he's the most lyrical out there. So we have some breaking Otani news. There yes. have been 2,100 mile per hour pitches thrown by MLB starters. 11 of those have been by Otani, including three in one night. He's the ball 21 miles an hour? No, 2,100 mile-per-hour uh, pitches. Yeah. I thought you said 21 mile-an-hour pitches. Uh, do we have that would be a hell of a change-up. Do we have any taco reviews yet? Anybody no, we even? didn't go on Monday. I thought we were going to go Monday. I didn't know we were supposed to go You on said Monday. that last podcast no. that we are going Monday. I was working on Monday until like... There is a taco place I want to try that I saw downtown. Um, it's like on the corner where Piccadilly's is kind of. It's yeah. like... Diagonally I think that we it. should Looks honestly good. set a time for next week to get a little mini vid slash pop taco lunch so we can get this thing rolling. Alright, um... Can a, we try to find drunk tacos after the Wizards game yes. in D.C.? In, in Chinatown. In Chinatown. <laughs> Chinese tacos. So. I'm not going to Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um... Well, you're going to be in Chinatown already. I'm not going yeah. into the heart of Chinatown, is what I'm telling you. I will be on the outskirts. You don't want any noodle soup? No. <laughs> no. Are right. Peking duck? I'm out on the noodle soup. Kung Fu Panda? Uh, all right, uh, Penn State Club is not allowed to go outside. It's an outdoors club, but it's been deemed too dangerous for the student body to take outdoor trips. What are your thoughts? Penn State's soft. <laughs> indoors, indoors. Chips, all I need is Penny yep. and used napkin. Chip, Penny, and used napkin. Best friends you ever had. I think it's soft, too, but I think it's really funny that the outdoor club can't get funding for camping. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> I think that's, that's so, so wack. What if, like, there's a reason? Maybe they were having, like, group orgies or something when they went out on these trips. They definitely were. Um, do you, What kind of uh, changes, John, are you expecting from Fortnite as Season 4 is only five days away? 
No more Tilted. I think, did you see that, like, there's signs or something? Yeah. I think Tilted's gone. Um, I think they're going to change the map entirely. I think they, they are They might well. make a new map. And, I, and from what I've heard, I've done some research or some reading, and I've heard that they're going to make a Tilted-like town, but it's going to be on the outskirts of the map, so that you can't start there and almost always finish there. That you're gonna have to you're gonna have to move away from your I'm only playing the game to get kills and I'm trying to I'm not really playing the game to win. Be but, interesting. I mean it seems like every idea they make, either they really mess up and they get rid of it immediately or they're right sticks, on the dot. Or it sticks, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um the hundred and seventeen year old Japanese woman, the oldest woman Passed on earth is today, right? dead. So she's the last nineteenth century woman. Born in nineteen right? hundred. I think she's a ninth the last nineteenth century person. Well, I think she was like right on the edge because she was born on like January fourth, nineteen hundred. Oh. So she was almost in in the uh, same century as the Civil War. Holy fuck! Yeah, that I is... don't want to be alive that long. Just that saying. Is ridiculous. For anyone who's in charge of my will someday, I don't want to be alive that long. Um, a man breaks into Taylor Swift's house, takes a nap. Is that an actual crime? And he took a shower, too, yeah. I think. Is that a crime? That's just weird. That's creepy, I think. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's passing criminal activity. I think it's just kind of like... But, like, that shouldn't creepy. be a felony. Because he didn't hurt her. He didn't steal he anything. He broke in their house. He, he broke, took breaking, a nap. Breaking and entering is a... And then a, promptly is left. Is charge. I don't understand how you can feel that... It'd be that... different if you walked in the front door and did that. Yeah. I don't feel... I don't understand how you can feel that calm to, enough to, like, take a nap. Like well, I would be freaking out. Obviously, he was doing it when he when he knew she wouldn't be there because he didn't want to be confronted. I say he took a nap. Fucking creepy. Know. It's definitely creepy, but should it be extremely illegal? Yes. <laughs> Who's that sleeping in my bed? I'm the three little bears. Um, <laughs> and that's all we have for today. Um, Julio Jones. Let's talk uh, yeah. about that real quick. Julio Jones deletes everything from Instagram. I think it means nothing. But in this day and age, we have to talk about. I it. think he's going to San Francisco. Why Dra- would he go anywhere? A draft think. day, a draft day trade for Ooh. the for the ages. That'd be cool. But Jimmy, I, having a real quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo throwing him the rock. What? I just think if there's Even a trade, Garcon, you don't like Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan's a douchebag. I think if there's a trade. I don't think Julio Jones has anything to do with it. I don't think he's in the front office at, or anything in Atlanta. No. Oh, I don't think he's going to be the reason. So that's what I'm saying. I didn't so know there was Instagram, any kind of unrest. About it. I didn't know he was unhappy with the Falcons. Or the Falcons were unhappy I've, with I've him. I thought that he's kind of besides been, they can't get him the ball in the end zone. That's what I think. I think he. I thought it's kind of been like he's kind of been fed up. I just thought that was me as a fantasy owner being pissed though. Not I think him, he's actually. been pissed. Either way. Something to watch out for in the future. That'll do it for us today. NFL draft on Thursday. We're gonna get you some. Check out my birthday. Pretty good sports. Yeah, it's Ryan's birthday, we're and get you we're, we're going to the Wizards game too. on Friday. Yep. So Gritty Sports will be taking a field trip live at the Wiz game, funded by our boss Austin Verschel. <laughs> Are we gonna go He's live? For the Are we gonna go uh, Twitter live? I mean, if I get bored on the metro and don't have any service, <laughs> I might click record on my phone. <laughs> no, I'm saying we're gonna tweet live pregame. Maybe. No. I think we're going to do it. Not we might. Bye. Goodbye.